Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Faster than a speeding bullet. To leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. Lincoln, 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 Bobingan, Bonana, Banana, Bobingan, Feet, Fine, Bobingan, Lincoln. They say this cat Lincoln is a bad mother. We're just talking about Lincoln. Good morning. Cincinnati. Welcome to 1230 WDBZ. We are the buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station, the Lincoln Wear Show till one o'clock this afternoon. It's Thursday already. And uh, man, tell you, there's a lot going on around the tri-state, the nation and the world. Had a great time yesterday out there at Corinthian Baptist Church with the 513 relief bus and all the services. I never imagined that that 513 relief bus would grow like it did when Alicia Reese first went down to Hampton University to look at their bus that they had. I never imagined it would get this big. I never imagined that. But the 513 relief bus is off and running. And uh, there you have it. Alicia Reese went down to Hampton. And came back with the dream. <laughs> yes. And it worked. Yes. All right. There's a lot of big screen TV deals for the big game this weekend. Oh, yeah. A lot of TVs will be flying off the shelves. And you may find some pretty good deals. You may find some pretty good deals out there. Um, it looks like, looks like there's a battle between... The police chief and Don School. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Davenport says, hey, I'm not coming to any meeting without a public apology because I got an email, but they never said when and where the meeting was. He said, that's why we weren't there. And I don't know. And uh, D.G. called him out. And he says, she's wrong. And you're not going to see me at a meeting until I get a public apology. But he bought all these buses from uh, Metro and painted them purple. Purple is his favorite color. Purple is his favorite color. He used to go to the uh, uh, Rose Garden. It's purple. That's his favorite color. So he painted the buses purple, and the state said they have to be yellow. Yellow. I think he spent $400,000 on buses and painted them purple. The state said they got to be yellow. If they hold over nine people, they've got to be yellow. So I don't know what he's going to maybe. I mean, it might be cheaper to wrap those buses in yellow than to paint them. I don't know what's cheaper. 
to get a rap or to paint them. Anyway, he says he's spending $36,000 a month for the kids who attend his school's bus passes. $36,000 a month. And uh, he figured it would be a lot cheaper if I buy buses and we have our own buses. I don't know. In the long run, I guess it would be. I guess it would be in the long run. So uh, he's got to get a wrap, wrap those buses in yellow, and see, and then again, do they have to have flashing lights and all that stuff on them? See, I don't, the state has some crazy rules when it comes to school transportation. He says they all the buses have been inspected by the Ohio State Patrol and all of our bus drivers have been scanned and they have credentials. Yeah, he said, I received a lot of emails and phone calls from community members and police officers praising them for their for busing their students. He said their buses drop the students off at public spots. Not the student homes. He says, we're spending about $32,000 a month on bus passes. Ridiculous. When we spend over $400,000 on our own transportation. So they're working with an attorney on the issues in hopes to uh, get those buses out there on the street. So we'll see. He says, uh, any kind of personal conversations or any kind of things that uh, Don Community School is asked to come to, I don't know if we're willing to do that without a public apology. Okay, so the lines have been drawn in the sand. You won't see the Don School in any meetings without a public apology. Will he get that from the chief? I <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you'll get it from the chief or not. I would say if they if the chief goes back and looks look at all the emails that he's been sent from their department and none of them have a date of a meeting or something, she might. I don't know. I would say the odds are probably that he won't get a public apology. We'll see. We will see. Super Bowl drawing near. Just a few more days left. And then the big game, the Super Bowl. And I like Donna Kelsey. (laughs) She she thinks she's slick. You know, they're doing interviews with us. Oh, well, you know, those those, uh, uh, suites are so expensive. Uh, I'll probably be sitting down in the stands with the rest of the people. Uh, and then they said, well, and, and you know, Taylor Swift, she's probably going to be in somebody else's suite because uh, she's coming from Japan and she probably won't have her own suite. She'll be in somebody else's. I'll just be sitting out here in the stands. They're just too expensive. And, of course, somebody who has a suite is going to see that story and invite her up to their suite. <laughs> of course. That was a great move, Donna Kelsey. That was a great move. You think they're gonna leave her out there in the stands with the fans? She'll have a she'll be in somebody's suite. Trust me. 
she will be in somebody's suite. And that was a great move by her to while they were interviewing her to do that. She's getting all kind of endorsements and doing all kind of stuff. Man, I tell you, it's it's something else. It's something else. She's just raking it in. Raking it in. Uh, we got an article in the Inquirer today. Cincinnati landlords must provide heat to renters. And what happens if they don't? And, you know, every time the weather gets cold, you see all these stories on the news where these people are without heat and they're using their ovens to heat the house and space heaters. And um, you just can't get your landlord to fix the heat. Well, they said uh, landlords in Cincinnati are supposed to provide in their rental properties a minimum temperature of 70 degrees when the outside temperature drops below 60 for more than 24 hours. But at an inquiry investigation, they found that some failed to provide adequate heat, leaving tenants like Pickett to fix the problems out of their own pockets or simply live with it. See, in cases like that, if you, if you can afford, get it fixed, and then just send that bill in with minus your rent money. <laughs> you know, that's what, you know, send that bill in minus your rent money. money, And see what happens. And, of course, it's all, it always happens in the poor neighborhoods. Yeah. And sometimes they can't even find it. This one case... The uh, health department tried to find this person's landlord, and apparently they couldn't find him. Got to follow the money trail, follow the checks. Where where do they send those rent payments to? Normally, you'll find the landlord on the other end of the rent payments. Yeah. That's where you'll find the landlord. So... People are still having problems getting their landlord to fix the heat. All they want is that rent payment. And they had legal aid. They had legal aid at the um, event yesterday, helping people with their property taxes and things like that. And they do have payments set up. You can't get on a payment plan if you can't pay all your property taxes. Yeah. They do have payment plans uh, for the people out there who can't pay. Uh, they got all kind of stuff going. I, I didn't realize how much, how many things, you know, services that are out there until yesterday at the 513 Relief uh, event. They've got something for everybody out there. Yes, they do. All right, 513-749-1230. That's my number. And, oh, yeah, it looks like uh, something popped up on my uh, on my uh, Facebook page. I- Emma Kelly. I thought, I, you know, and I don't know why I thought Emma Kelly had passed away, but apparently not. She's got a birthday today. Emma Kelly, the wife of Pete Kelly, uh, Mr. Kelly's nightclub. Celebrating a birthday today. I I don't know why I thought maybe it was her was it her mother that passed away? I don't know. But 
Emma's alive and well. So happy birthday, Emma Kelly. Yes. All right. Yeah. So, and let's see, a few other things going on. Oh, they had a nice uh, article in the paper. Uh, Annie Timmons and Zach Taylor. Yeah. Annie Timmons and Zach Taylor in the paper. Talking about the Friars Club. Zach is going to be a, a speaker at the Friars Club event. And, uh, of course, Annie Timmons runs uh, the uh, Friars Club over there. And uh, I guess she met Zach Taylor. He was dropping his uh, kids over there to play basketball. And uh, they met. And uh, next thing you know, Zach Taylor is speaking um, at the Friars Club. Well, they're a big fundraiser. How about that? Man, what is that? Okay. And uh, so there you go. Nice article. Check that out in uh, Cincinnati.com. Annie Timmons, the wife of Lannis Timmons. Yes. All right. We're going to take a break. 513-749-1230. Lincoln, we're with you. It's Thursday. And uh, the Supreme Court is going to hear arguments today on the uh, whether Trump should be on the ballot since he fits the description of somebody who has been unpatriotic, who's held office. And I don't know. I think of all the Supreme Court justices, I think Clarence Thomas should recuse himself from this because uh, his wife was all mixed up in that whole January 6th situation. She was all mixed up in that. He should recuse himself. Clarence Thomas, recuse yourself from any vote on this uh, a ballot case because if it, if they if they say he can't be on the ballot in Colorado, it's going to, hey, it's going to kill him nationwide. And that's what we hope. That's what we're hoping. But I do think Clarence Thomas should recuse himself since his wife was mixed up in all that stuff, uh, you know, in ways we probably don't even know. So he should not be allowed to participate in this case. But you know he will. And he'll side with Trump. No matter what the evidence against him is, he'll side with Trump. We know this. Or else he'll be sleeping in the basement. All right, we're going to take a break, and then we'll come back. 513-749-1230. Lincoln, we're with you. 1230, The Buzz. Hit it. Oh, how you feel, brother? Feeling good. You feel good? Feeling good. Play so much bone, brother. How you feel, man? I feel all right. I call your name. I don't want no people to know you're in here. Twelve thirty, WDBZ. The Buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station. Lincoln, we're with you. And uh, yeah, I was right. Emma Kelly did pass. I don't know why it popped up on my Facebook. Uh, she was a Facebook friend, and it popped up. Today was her birthday. Today is her birthday, and uh, I don't know. Anyway, but I, I was right. She had passed. So there you have it. All right. Um, so I was right in the beginning. Now, they shouldn't put people up like that on Facebook. You know, your Facebook friend's birthday's today. Boom, boom. 
Oh, well, anyway, what can you say? 513-749-1230. Lincoln, we're with you. And let's see, I don't know if we're going down to Crime Stoppers today. I don't see any uh, word from her. But we'll go to the phones. Uh, 513-749-1230. Lincoln, we're with you. And let's go to Perry. Perry, how are you? I'm all right, Lincoln. How about yourself? Um, I'm, I'm I'm hanging in there, hanging in there. What's on your mind? Well, the five o, the five one three bus. Yeah. How many How many buses are there? Just <laughs> one. Just one. It's just one, and it travels to different locations. Well, I think they need more than one. Lady. <laughs> <laughs> All these people down here. Well, yeah. No, I'll I tell think you. it's a beautiful. I think it's a beautiful thing at least you're doing because it's like. Serving the grassroots people, the yeah. people who can't get out downtown and yeah. wherever, you know, to bring it to them. Yes. Uh, that's why I said it need to be more than one. Yeah, well, hey, I mean, you have more than one. I think one is okay as long as you can move it around the county. As long as yeah. you can keep it moving out there on the road, I think one will be okay. You have, then you got to, there's a lot of cost goes into just one. And just think, if you had more than one, you'd have to have double the people that you have now. More yeah, nurses. Know and, I know you know. And it's better to have one yeah. than none. Yes. You know? And then another thing, too, at least Reed's doing such a great job. Uh, I know a mother and father, just so, well, I know a mother deceased, but they're so proud of her. Yeah. Uh, and the reason I'm saying that, man, because even like King's Records, I talked to her and her father when they was down at the Black Family Reunion, and they don't have any parts of it. But King's record, that's the next big thing, like the Walk of Fame. Yes, yes. Well, that's going to be and a city. That's going to be a city deal. Right, uh, the right. King's records. And I guess uh, uh, they tabled an issue of $400,000 for that uh, place. And they, uh, I guess it's going to happen, but just not right now. But it's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Well, again, she's doing a beautiful job, and I and I kind of told her once that uh, you know don't show up her whole hand because if you remember when the Bengals first went to the Super Bowl or when <laughs> well going to the went to the playoffs and there, she said, "Why don't we just open up the stadium and invite the residents in?" Yeah. And they say, "Ah, no, nah, it's yeah. too soon. It's too soon. We don't have enough time." And then they had it down there on the base. Well, they did it in Detroit. They did it in Detroit at the Detroit Stadium. And uh-huh. they told her they couldn't do it here, but they did it in Detroit. So I don't know what's going on. Yeah, that's all right, though. I mean, it's going to happen, though, eventually. I mean, I just don't want her to, you know, to be trying to steal her thunder sometimes. Yeah, yeah. All right, Perry, all I right, hear you. Have you have a good one. You're absolutely um, right. All right. Uh, 749. Yeah, they, they do try to do that. I agree with you, Perry. Uh, 513-749-1230. Lincoln, we're with you. And let's see. Let's go to the White Lion. White Lion, how are you? I'm doing pretty good, man. Thursday, it's getting nice out. Heard it's going to be up to 60 today. That's what's up. Yep, but don't think it's going to last. This is, and people think springtime is here for some reason. This is the early <laughs> part of February. Year, and, and, and I saw a guy, believe it or not, I saw a guy driving down the street last night in a convertible vet, Corvette. <laughs> Had his Cincinnati, convertible top baby. down, and it was 48 degrees at, like, 8.30 last night. I couldn't believe it. Hey, that's Cincinnati, man. That's how we do it here, man. Hey, uh, okay, so I saw the art, or the, actually the news clip on uh, that superintendent. Yeah. I forget the name of the school. Yeah. 
Hey, man, what's up with all the, like, the, the finger pointing on the blame? And, like, that's like we, we, we know who's to blame here. Who's to blame? Who's to blame? The parents. Oh. The parents and, then, and then the cops. Like, they have failed. They, like, they, that, that's who should be in charge of all this. That Like, I, I've seen it enough where I drive through where they got all the buses downtown. And cops down there just chilling, smoking cigarettes on their phone. Like, look, man, I get it. You're on overtime and blah, blah, blah. But you got a job to do while you're down there, man. Like, you shouldn't be out here saying, like, oh, this superintendent, uh, he didn't come to the meeting. Nah, nah, don't shift the blame because y'all are failing at your job. Oh, now, ne- now, next, I would like to, the other day when I hung up, we were talking about racism. And Pretty Voice Joyce called up. Yes. Talking about, you know, trying to tell me to get into the white man's Webster Dictionary, blah, blah. okay, yeah. Joyce, we need to have an understanding that my definition of racism and your definition of racism are different. But okay? yours is wrong. Yours no, is wrong. Now, see, that's your opinion. <laughs> yours that's your is opinion. wrong. But now, that's... look, I'm calling on you right now, Joyce, for me and you to come together and end racism. And, and you know what I'm saying? Like, let's come together, girl. You know what I mean? Let me. I'm trying to give her some of them reparations. You heard me? Well, um, anyway, you, you're wrong on all all counts, no, I'm not. Uh, White Lion. Nowhere in there does it say because I looked it up. Nowhere in there does it say what either one of you were saying. So, I, so somebody's wrong. Nope. But you, anyway, you're wrong. Listen, you, no, you're wrong. You're and have wrong. a good day. Thanks for your call. Unbelievable. Seven four nine twelve thirty five one three is the area code. Belief that different races. Uh, possesses distinct characteristics, abilities, or or qualities, especially so as to distinguish them as inferior or superior to one another. Yeah. There you have it. Uh, Let's go to, actually, let's go to a break, and then we'll come back. 513-749-1230. Lincoln, we're with you. Striving to achieve racial and economic equity, the updated state of black Cincinnati is planning to be released this year. Your perspective matters. Take the citywide inclusion survey at ULGSO, ULGSO.org. That's ULGSO.org. So, hey, if somebody, uh, you need to go on there and we'll find out what the state of black Cincinnati is this year. Remember the last state of black Cincinnati that the Urban League put out? Well, they're coming out with another one this year, and they want your participation participation at ulgso.org. Do that today. They're part of the 29 Days of Black History right here on 1230 The Buzz. Let's take a break. The Lincoln Ware Show, 1230 The Buzz. We gonna start this thing over at Duval in the morning. Now come on, now come on. Hey, 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 do it, baby, take it, baby. Hey, 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 do it, baby, take it, baby. Hey, 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 do it, baby, take it, baby. Hey, 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 do it, baby. I'm living my best life. Ain't going back and forth with you now. I'm living my best life. 1230 WDBZ. The Buzz of Cincinnati. Lincoln Ware with you till 1 o'clock this afternoon. And, uh. Oh yeah, he's. 
can you get bring my guest in? He's out there. He's he's in the lobby. I, geez, I just thought about he was out there. Yes, bring Thaddeus Dawson in here, and uh, I'll talk to George Caramia and Blade uh, while he comes in here to talk about uh, 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 some stuff that's going on. Hey, George, how are you? Hey, Lincoln, how you doing? I'm not too good, man. I'm pissed off. I'm mad. What are you mad about, George? Well, I was hoping, um, I was calling to ask you a question about Crime Stoppers, how do that work. I had an incident that happened Sunday where um, my granddaughter's father and his wife's girlfriend or whoever she is drove past my house between 4.30 and 5 o'clock and shot into my house. Okay, well, did you call the police? Oh, yeah, yeah. We called the police on that, and it came out full force, and uh, I told them who it was and everything like that. And I was wondering, because uh, uh, I was expecting to hear someone crime stop her. What, uh, what, de- what department, what city? Is it Cincinnati Police? Yeah, Cincinnati okay. Police. Okay. I live over here in Everston. Okay. And so, wait, run this by me again. Who drove by your house and shot in your house? My granddaughter's father and his wife, or whoever she is to okay. him. And um, the, the thing is, you know, they, they, they have did this before a couple of years ago, just drove by yeah. and shot, shot up in the air. Yeah. We called the police then. But then this time, they actually shot at my house. A bullet came into my house mm. and hit my couch. Normally, normally where my wife normally would be sitting at. Um, but the only thing was, she was uh, at work. Well, wow. I'm thinking if she hadn't uh, had been at home, she would have got hit in the chest or in the head. Somewhere. And so what did the cops say when they showed up at your house and you showed them the bullet hole? Yeah, I showed them the bullet hole. They took pictures. They got, got it on uh, the ring camera. Yeah. Go, go, oh, you got the car? Pulling you, up the street. Wait, wait. You have their car on ring camera and everything? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. Well, have they arrested them yet? No, that's what I want to know because huh. that's why I was asking about Crime Stoppers because, uh, you know, I, I listen to Crime Stoppers every day on your yeah. show. Yeah, and, uh, and I know sometimes you can put, pull it up and stuff and see if they're looking for these particular people. But um, I know my daughter, she went down there to file a complaint and everything. Yeah. Well, did they, did, did they uh, assign a detective to the case? Did you get a card from a detective or anything? No, uh-uh. You didn't, they didn't, nothing. They didn't give you, leave you any number to call or to check on anything. They didn't leave me anything. Yeah. My daughter yeah. talked to them, too, but yeah. uh, they gave her information to go down to District 1 to, yeah. to you know, fill out a complaint. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, I was just wondering, you know, because, like I said, I know who the people are yeah. and, and everything. And, and you, you could know, actually, I mean, could you it, see? It had to be. Could you huh? see the, like, the, uh, 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 could you see them actually shooting at the house with that ring camera? You can actually see, yeah, yeah, see the my gun? Neighbor, my neighbor caught it on camera. I got it on yeah. camera. And um, the thing is, uh, my neighbor's camera showed her showed her driving up. She had, like, a no. green mask on her face and everything. And um, he was driving. And what and, uh, uh, what and district are you in? I, I believe it's uh, what street? district. What street do you live on? I live on Crane. Crane, that's Evanston. That's, so that's uh, is that two? I think that might be. They switched these districts around. I think that's yeah, two. Yeah. I think that might be district two. Over on two here, or yeah. four. Two. Uh, two or yeah. four. That's why I'm thinking. Yeah. It's either two or four. I know yeah, that much. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, but, uh, I'll, uh, I'll check with the uh, captain over at district two, and uh, uh, your name is George. Which uh, boy, you do you want? You want to give your last name? I won't give my last name out, but uh, anybody that's talking to me or or know me, 
This and you stuff, live on Crane, you know, Crane Street. It's right off of Duck Creek. Yeah, right I know where Crane is. The I know where Crane is. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, I'll check on that for you, George. All right. I appreciate it. All right. Uh, thanks for your call. Not only am I a talk show host, I'm also a detective. Uh, yeah. Right. I play one on radio. All right. In the studio with me, I've got Thaddeus Dawson. I've got Thaddeus Dawson Jr. And oh, wait, use that other mic. Use that mic. Can you pull that mic around? I forgot that mic. I don't know why they won't fix that mic. Okay, there you go. Thaddeus Dawson Jr. And you're with the 1,000, what, what is that? <laughs> you're 9,000 short. Nine, okay, okay, 10,000. <laughs> 10,000 black appraisers yes, right. and 10,000 minority appraisers right. foundation. And, and we bought a pin here for you okay, today. Okay, 10,000 minority appraisers okay. foundation pin. And I just wanted to go over some things to help these uh, taxpayers out here in Hamilton County that's been faced with large tax bills because of the state. You know, they do their uh, assessment every so many years and they've come down and tax bills have gone up. People are in a panic. Some people can't pay their taxes. And what what, what do they need to do? What do, I mean, people can't appeal what they if they don't like the figure they, they see, they can't appeal that, can't they? Yes, absolutely. Uh, but property values have gone up significantly since 2020, in some cases, anywhere from 75 to 90 percent. And that has to be reflected in the property taxes. And act, the property taxes are actually assessed by the county. And the valuation is done on a mass valuation, so they're not individually picking your property out. However, when you go to appeal, that's when you can pick out your individual property and its particular qualities in order to appeal the process. Because, okay. yeah, they don't look at the inside or anything like that. They don't know what your house looked like inside. You could have, uh, you know, it might be even worth more inside. after If you've done a lot of remodeling, it might be even worth more. Yeah, absolutely. And that's also another way to appeal to property taxes if you do have deferred maintenance that they didn't actually see. So you can get some estimates on a deferred maintenance and come up with a cost of cure and you can subtract that from your property valuation. And those are the, like mitigating circumstances yeah. that are just missed. The The problem is. Our people tend not to appeal their property taxes because they think it's going to take down their property value. And it doesn't. Um, I've been appraising almost 40 years now. And out of those 40 years, I would say 95% of our people do not appeal their property taxes. And why, why, why don't people appeal? It's just a miseducation. And we suffer from so much trauma, especially in the devaluation space, that they think that it's going to have a negative impact on their property value. Um, we, we are undervalued, but that's when it comes to trying to tap into equity or sell the property. We're, we're generously overvalued when it comes to property taxes and insurance. Mm -hmm. So most people don't understand the significance of real estate appraising and valuation in the overall international supply chain. And it affects us in ways that we don't even know. So our goal at the 10,000 Minority Appraisers Foundation is to inform the community on how they're impacted and opportunities in the space as career opportunities. And so if we have more people doing representation, that mitigates some of the the, the bias that's mm -hmm. actually going into it and gives our people a shot at it. Um, now, what if somebody said, well, shoot, I'm going to sell my house. I want it valued as high as I can get it. Well, typically that is 
typically what we have to do in order to, to tap into the equity yeah. because we're undervalued. So we have to sell in order to recognize some some sort of gain if there's any kind of development on the table. Mm-hmm. But uh, they have something that they refer to as bracketing where you can't actually be hired in the highest sales price in the neighborhood or lowered in the lowest sales price in the neighborhood. Uh, but you got to get into marketing and market analysis um, it's not a one size fits all. There is some level of analysis that goes into it. Mm-hmm. And, and in the valuation space, especially with the uh, us being devalued, a lot of that's just institutional racism and bias that's been built into the system over the years. It's systemic and we're not going to be able to yeah. solve it in my, my lifetime or yours. And everybody is coming out with identify and they want to talk about the words Nobody really has a solution. Everybody regurgitates the same thing mm-hmm. over and over. The 10,000 minority appraisers and 10,000 black appraisers, we have a solution to the problem. We have a short-term solution, and we have a long-term solution. In the short term, our solution was black people doing appraisals for black people. It wasn't a great solution, mm-hmm. but it was it was a solution. Right, right, right. And, and, and I think we, you would get a fair appraisal <laughs> if a black it, person, you would think you would. Because you get a, a better shot at it. Yeah. Now, sometimes we harder on us than, yeah. than other folks. But when you get into such a subjective nature valuation, the it's basically the appraisal model is broken. Appraising hasn't changed in 50 years, although technology has changed. Mm-hmm. So what they're doing now is talking about the same old regurgitated rehash stuff, but Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac are actually experimenting with data collectors. So you have independent third parties take pictures and measurements, and then you have another independent party go out and actually value the property Mm -hmm. without knowing the color of the people. That's going to do a little bit to help. But then we also have technology like, um, what's the one, Zillow, everybody. So you can use that technology to hone down data sets and what what Freddie and Fannie have just released is the first data set from collecting data for the last five years so you can get a price per square foot for every zip code in the country mm-hmm. so if you take and start utilizing those types of tools they don't replace replace the appraiser they just enhance the appraiser so you can even use those to grade what the appraiser is doing which a lot of people already do you want to we want to move more towards evidence-based valuation with a with an emphasis on market analysis, taking some of the subjectivity and the bias out. That's another thing that our long-term solution was training the next generation of minority appraisers. So if we have more people in the field, yeah. then there's an opportunity for us to have a good look. Yeah. But as I traveled the country, my Hispanic brothers and Native Americans, they was like, what about us? Yeah. So, so now... 10,000 black appraisers is is advocating for black and brown people. Yeah. And so if people of color are losing $160 billion in equity, the Native Americans in the federal government are losing trillions of dollars due to outdated schedules yeah. that they don't have enough appraisers to update the schedules. So we've been partnering with the U.S. Forest Service and the Department of Interior. Um, between those two agencies, they manage over 400 million acres of land. Mm. Most people don't know that. That's a lot and of so land. they don't have enough appraisers to yeah. cover everything. Yeah. But that is commercial appraising. So what we want to do is teach residential and then graduate folks to commercial because that's where a large population of money is that we don't even participate in. 
uh, appraising is the third least diverse profession in the country mm. behind farming and lumberjacking. Gee. And so it's it's pretty closed off, and that's due to the appraisal mindset and mentality, always operating from scarcity. Yeah. If I train you, then you're going to come back and take mine. And then <laughs> yeah. black people are fighting yeah. for such a small piece of the pie because yeah. they're not even in the right-of-way space. We're just looking at the residential space. But if you look at the trillions of dollars being lost by the federal government, not to mention the trillions of dollars the federal government is about to expend for updating infrastructure in right-of-way, fiber optic lines, power lines, oil and gas lines, it's trillions of dollars that our people can be able to participate in. So with the 10,000 Minority Appraisers Foundation, we're training the next generation to be able to effectuate that change. Now, uh, uh, getting back to uh, uh, you getting your own home appraised, nine times out of ten, if you appeal what uh, your appraise, you, your the appraised value of your home, you take it down there, you appeal, you're gonna win if you take an appraiser with you, or do can you do it by yourself? You can do it by yourself, but that's like me and you doing our own hair. We can do it, but <laughs> right. somebody else might be able to yeah. do it a little bit better. Yeah, but you can use. The county's website, mm-hmm. uh, first of all, to file your appeal, you can also use it to look for comparable sales and recent solds in the neighborhood. And then there's there's Zillow. There's all kind of research you use. Yeah. But as an appraiser, you have access to other more professional resources mm-hmm. to articulate and tone things down. Nine times out of ten, you will get some level of relief if you if you take an appraisal okay. down there, you okay. don't have to take the appraiser with you. Mm-hmm. You can take the appraiser with you, but you have to do something. You will get and whatever you get, you'll be locked in for three years. But we just don't do it. Mm-hmm. Now we have a lot of people that are up, up in arms because yeah. of of the level that the property values have increased. And typically, when interest rates go up or things slow down, prices fall. So then you can start to look at that and put you mm-hmm. some of those recent sales. But because we have a lack of inventory due to institutional that investors, that price up it, it's, it's keeping the price up. Yeah. And so people still have the opportunity to appeal if they have something different, but you need to get an appraisal done in order to make that happen. Okay, man. And uh, so if you know, nine times out of 10, you don't even have the, you don't get to the point where you sit before somebody and they're, you're talking back and forth. It never gets to that, does it? Uh, it actually, it does. However, yeah. but if you submit something, yeah. they may say, hey, nay, or then they'll counter. And then you can say, oh, can I live with this? Or yeah. should I pivot to do something else? Mm-hmm. You have all kind of options, but it's the squeaky wheel that gets the grease yeah, link. Yeah, and so yeah. you have to take more interest in what's going on because it's going to cause your payments to go up. Most of us aren't paying taxes directly. They're being escrowed Escrow, into yep. the account. Mm-hmm. So the bank going to hold your money for mm-hmm. about a year because taxes are usually six months in the rear. Mm-hmm. So you want to be proactive. And typically, it's going to be well worth the investment because before a four to $800 or $400 to $1,000 investment on your appraisal, you can then yeah. – combat that yeah. and get it in a reduction. So you definitely get a return on investment. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And a lot of people just don't know that. We just don't, we just live with it. We get the bill. We pay it the best way we can and move on. They don't appeal. Black folks don't appeal. We we don't know. So <laughs> what we want to do at 10,000 Minority Appraisers is do community shreds. We've been doing them all across the country. And one of the things that we're doing to increase the number of minority appraisers is 
we're starting our 1890 tour. And I, I got a little shirt for you that I didn't have for you. Oh, okay. Last time. Okay. So, oh, okay. 1890. Okay. What, so what what the 1890 tour is all about? In 1860, the government took all the Native Americans' land and sent them to Oklahoma. In 1862, they sold the land. And then in 1865, they formed all the land-grant schools. Ohio State University, Penn Ah. State, Michigan State. Um, And so that was in 1862. I'm sorry. 1865, they abolished slavery. In 1890, they formed the 1890 land-grant schools. Central State, Kentucky State, Alabama A&M. So we'll be taking three students from each one of the 1890 schools, plus Howard is in the program. And then the first year, five in the second let me take a quick break, okay. and then we'll come right back. 12.30, The Buzz. Hey, boy. 12.30, WDBZ, The Buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station. Lincoln, we're with you. That is Dawson Jr. is in the studio. He's an appraiser. He's with the 10,000. I got it right. 10, I said 1,000 before. 10,000 appraisers. And you guys were working with, uh, remember, Terry? was it Terry Horton? Was yeah, it? Terry Horton. He had a discrimination yeah, case. They, they were going to look at a house, and the white people across the street thought they were breaking in, and they were going to look at the house and call the cops on them and all now, kind of stuff. And right? that, that's a different story. Terry's house was undervalued. Okay, that, so, okay, yeah, okay, okay. He, he was get, getting an appraisal done and it was significantly undervalued and he was using the money from that deal to do another right, deal right, with right. the Cincinnati Port Authority. So when he came in undervalued, he, he lost value in his property, but he also lost the, the other deal that he was doing with the Port Authority. And out of that birthed this movement to 10,000 black appraisers okay. and 10,000 minority appraisers foundation. And so did he sue? Is that in court? It's, it's, it's in court right yeah. now okay. at the justice department and at HUD. And there's actually going to be a special um, released on February the 19th. Uh, I believe it's going to be on uh, channel 19. Okay. So it'll be going nationwide. I think aired in 88 different markets. Okay. So okay. It's, it, it's moving along and, we were uh, able to to be a part of that, and in, in that particular case, uh, we looked at it and we recommended the case to the Community Reinvestment Coalition, mm-hmm. which I do a bunch of work with. They then referred it to to HUD and the Justice Department, and then they they actually picked up the the uh, the case, and so really? it's, it's been moving and as that we started getting calls from all across the country Gee. to to help people and then that's when the 10,000 minority appraisers and the 10,000 black appraiser uh movement started because people of color should not have to whitewash their house in order to get a fair and equitable yeah. appraisal and that's yeah that's, and so that was our solution black people doing appraisals for black people but now it's black and brown for black and brown some people are offended by that and I'm offended that people have to you know yeah Whitewash your house, yeah, right? So, right. I better, I better take all my pictures down so they don't know a black person lives here when they come to appraise it. Maybe I get my, a, a white friend of mine to come and act like it's theirs, and you know they should have to do that. No, no, absolutely. And people just don't know where to go. But when it happened to Terry, of course, you know. I've been in Cincinnati all my life, and, and he knew where to go, and that was uh, right in my wheelhouse. Yeah. And I was happy to be able to help. I really didn't have any idea the gravity 
of the loss in value. I knew how it impacted people of color, um, black people in the 160 billions, but the trillions of dollars that the Native Americans lose and the federal government was mind boggling to me. Um, and we are, again, I told you about the 1890 tour where we'll be touring all the 1890 land grant schools. And over the course of the next five years, we'll be able to develop a pipeline of 1,100 appraisers, uh, which will be able to move out and, and really impact the nature yeah. of the business. And in doing that, we have uh, getting sponsors for each one of the schools. So the U.S. Forest Service is going to adopt three students at Alabama A&M. Fifth Third is talking about adopting three at Central State. Okay. I have Truist Bank adopting three at Fort Valley. Um, and I got a couple other sponsors across the country. Silverton is talking about adopting three at Kentucky State. So that's just the, the first yeah. part of it. Now, the brown part of it is we'll also, starting towards the middle of the end of the year, start touring the 1994 land-grant schools. In 1994, the Native Americans got... 37 tribal schools across the country and they're two-year colleges so we'll be going there okay. as well so how do people reach you uh, Thaddeus Dawson Jr. Uh, you can reach me at 10kblackappraisers.com on the website or you can call me at uh, 513-635-1288 again that's 513-635-1288 and we'd be happy to talk help and we, we take donations, go to the website. There is no mission without money, so yeah. <laughs> we out here pound the pavement. We're going to have some bake sales, car washes, okay. rent parties, whatever it takes to get these kids All out. Right. All right. Well, good talking to you, and uh, appreciate you spending some time with us this morning. A lot of information out there for people, I'm telling you. Thanks for having us, Leek, and hey. we appreciate you and what you do in the community All as right. well. Thank you, Thaddeus. Appreciate it. All right, we've got news coming up. When we come back, Tony White from All Gone Pest Control. 1230, The Buzz. 12.30 WDBZ. The buzz of Cincinnati, does it get any better than Marvin Gaye and Tammy Terrell? I don't think so. It's Thursday morning, and let's check in with my good friend Tony White. If you got any questions on pest control, maybe bed, I think Cincinnati ranked number, what, uh, we'd like number 10 in bed bugs across the country, uh, bed bugs, roaches. You got any questions, you can call them in to Tony White. Tony White, how you doing? How you doing, my friend? <clears throat> First of all, I'd like to congratulate you on 50 years in radio. Well, thank you, Tony. I mean, that's 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 a privilege. We we we're blessed to have you because you bring you bring knowledge to our community that that we don't know about. Well, I was you know I'm always glad to bring people in like uh, Thaddeus Dawson just now and yeah, and uh, they I, get I know I know that yeah. I know Thaddeus personally. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good 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 young man. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, so uh, what's going on in the pest control business there? What are, what are people calling you for these days? Since it's cold weather, uh, you know, all the rodents and everybody, they're hiding. They're not out yet. But wait till springtime come, and they'll be out full force. They calling me for everything, Lincoln. Um, but I'd like to retract a little bit of information to you. Um, my company is built on a family-owned owned, owned company. Uh -huh. And if... 
I got a strong backbone behind me. My wife really pushes me every day on a daily basis to make me who I am. And I need to just do a shout-out to her for that. Yes, okay? yes, yes. Okay, I mean, every day she pushes me, she pushes me. Um, so I definitely need to do a shout-out for that. I woke up this morning, I thought about it, and I'm like, you know what? Jeez. And she's like, ah, oh, you can do it, you can do it, you can do it, you can do it. But um, anyway... I just definitely need to do a shout-out to that for yes, her. Yes, yes, um, yes, definitely. Um, the, uh, thirdly, where we're at in, 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 the, in the, um, the industry right now is that there's a lot of bugs out here that people can't identify. People don't know what it is. Um, they don't know what they explain the life cycle yeah. of a German cockroach is or the life cycle of a uh, subterranean termites or a, or a carpenter as we're destroying insects. Um, so my, my purpose and my goal, and for the next 10 years, I set a goal for the next 10 years that I want to be able to make sure that I keep Cincinnati bug free ah. with, with any, with any insects. And the only thing I want the people to do, just give me the shot. Let me acknowledge them on it and we can solve their problem. The, the reason that I have all gone to my pest control, because all gone terminal pest control is your problem solver. All you got to do is give us a give us a call. We're your problem solver. Now I see Cincinnati has gone down. You must be uh, getting rid of bed bugs here in this town because we've gone down in where we are standing in uh, bed bugs around the country. We're, we're up, and up in the top three or four. We're down to number <clears> ten <throat> or, or even lower than that now. We were we were up. We were actually at one time. We were at number three. Now we're down to, I think, nine. Yeah, okay. Ninth, I think ninth. Um, and I, 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 I got to check myself on that. But we've been dealing with bed bugs, um, such as your, um, uh, when you did um, the live remote uh, from uh, Council on Agent, okay? Yes, yes. Okay, when you did the live remote from uh, Council on Agent, we, um, we even knocking them, knocking them out of the box with that, you know. Yeah. And the main thing of it is the, the other fact of the matter is that, you know, I wish that would I wish that that we can have more more leadership with um, we taking care of our, our elderly yeah. and not just just leave them alone. And the elderly yeah. people, they 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 don't want to admit when they have like bed bugs and stuff, they don't want to. Let people know that they have them. They'll no. live there with them mm-hmm. and not say anything. Mm-hmm. And bed bugs yeah. eating them up. I mean, uh, and they just don't want to say anything. Mm-mm. No, I you know I had a client yesterday, and I'm like, good lord, really? You know, but you know what you're going to do? You know, but I'm reaching out to um, reaching out to the siblings. Take care of your parents. Yes, yes. Take care of your parents. Take care of your grandparents. I mean, you know, Cincinnati is a small town, but we all southern in here, and the southern people take care of southern people. Yes, yes. You know, so I just, just, it just baffled me every day. What's the phone number out there at All Gone Pest Control? I'm gonna use Leslie Isaiah Gaines' uh, face five one three eight seven four seven five zero. Call me if you need me. Wait, give that number again. Five one three eight seven four. Seven five zero zero. Call me if you need me. All right, <laughs> there you go. Call and do people get bed bugs mixed up with 
any other kind of bug. You know, there's a lot of other little sm- And I'm sure you get calls. People think it's bed bugs, but it's not. The only other bug that they can get mixed up with would be a flea or <clears throat> it can be a flea or, um, geez, it could be a female flea or a juvenile flea. Um, mm-hmm. But it, it's very difficult uh, to get mixed up with yeah, that. Yeah, you yeah. Know? And uh, uh, what about, uh, uh, you know, when the springtime comes up, uh, what type of bugs do people normally see at, at springtime? What people normally see at spring, uh, springtime, uh, Link, is um, they're going to get confused with termites and flying ants. Okay, okay, yeah. They, they're going to think that it's a uh, flying ants, but it's not an it's ant. A termite. It's, it's a subterranean termite. Gee, gee. All right. And so, they need to call you. Uh, 874-7500-513 is the area code for All Gone Pest Control. Tony White, it's always great talking to you. And uh, uh, people have those little gnats around their sink. Uh, you you can treat that also. Yes, those are called fruit flies. Okay, okay? fruit flies. All right. Those are called fruit flies, and they're coming up, come, coming up through your drains, and they go through an incomplete metamorphosis, um, lava, pupa, and adult. And what happens with that, you got to treat the drain. We use a product inside the drain to eliminate that so they can't submerge up coming up from the drains. Mm-hmm. But the biggest thing is is that don't leave your kitchen sink full up with dishes overnight. Yeah. Because so, they're going to emerge and they're going to they're gonna have something, some bacteria and everything else to, to, uh, to get to. Yeah. So you, you don't want to use that. So you want to make sure, hey, at night, put up. Clean, run some hot water down uh, uh, down your kitchen sink, and then you'll be able to really get it under control. But we have a product that we use to um, to get into the drains, go to the pipes, to the drain the pipes, and everything else. Uh, but and then the other fact of the matter is that a lot of people don't realize that when you're dealing with all these different in, different insects, they lay they leave they they droppings on your plate. Mm. And if you, they leave your droppings on their plate mm. and everything else, if you don't wash your plates and sterilize your plate, you you are observing the bacteria from that insect. Yes, yes. All right. All gone pest control. The phone number 513-874-7500. Tony White, always great talking to you. We'll talk soon. Okay. Always a pleasure, man. All right. That's Tony White right there from All Gone Pest Control. Yes. Give him a call if you have problems with roaches and bed bugs and all kind of stuff. But, yeah, uh, it was right. Those um, senior citizens, they'll live with uh, bed bugs, and they won't tell anybody. They'll have bites. I've I've gone into senior citizens' homes. when I, I, I used to have a bed bug dog, and my dog was able to sniff out bed bugs. And we went into this one senior citizen's home, and it was so many bed bugs in there. My dog jumped up on the couch. <laughs> you know, normally he stays on his feet and smell and let me know. He was up. He jumped up on the couch. They were all. They, they were everywhere. And this guy was sitting there, had bites all over him. And I'm like, Lord, have mercy, Lord, have mercy. So, uh, the landlord was trying to help him out. They moved his couch out and moved. Yeah, sometimes it's just. It's I've seen some sites that <laughs> you wouldn't believe. Let me tell you, and mainly the the worst sites that I've seen it was senior citizens, senior citizens. Yep.
All right, let's move along. 749-1230. We lost Caramia. Caramia, call back. We'll get you in there. Blade, how you doing today? Hey, what's going on, man? You got uh, a lot of information. Hey, what he got for Trailer Trash? Oh, my goodness. Oh, jeez. Because you brought one to us, and we're trying to get rid of him. Like, like, oh, I just want to know, did he have anything to kill Trailer Trash? Hey, you must be talking about uh, the White Lion. I didn't. I didn't say no name. I just said Trailer <laughs> Trash. Hey, yes. um, I heard somebody yesterday was very important, and, and I wanted to see would you um, get more information. Um, Junebug brought up a, a, a great idea. I hope he don't let it go and let the, the liberal church get it, because the liberal church will get your idea. And what was that idea? Um. I'm going to put it in my own own terms. Uh, a certain group of people need to get together as a, uh, a voting block because we, we have seen in the past that liberals, Democrats, take black people for granted. It doesn't make no difference how much money you make. Uh, Democrats use black people just for cameras, and then they use them up. And this is a great time since both um, Democrats and Republicans are in chaos uh, comes a, a, a voting block to um, take control. Um, I say uh, take control of, of the Republicans since they uh, want to oh, listen please. to their ideas. Yeah. Because, uh, how, 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 who, who take control? Black folks take control of Republicans? Hey, um, you got to be I'm out of your mind. To, I'm just a, you are my favorite gatekeeper, and I'll I, I let you whatever, but it's not, it's not for you to, it, it's not for you to, uh, Block it away or walk it away. I'm not blocking. I'm just giving you my opinion. You, you, uh, yeah, no, that's the you, you're totally you're true. ridiculous. That's what you that's what you say. But I'm just saying for the people that are suffering uh, for a lack of freedom uh, and they want their freedom back, it's for them, not for you. You're free. You 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 got on a free turtleneck. <laughs> you, uh, you you earn five million a year, so you're free. You can do what you want. You got your rights. I'm talking about the people that don't have their rights. In time are hard, they need to get their rights back. Because uh, Democrats, liberal Democrats in, in the liberal church, they, they feed you and entertain you and have no power. So I wish they don't let, uh, I mean, this is not favoritism, this is business. We, uh, black people use politics as favoritism. This is, this is a business. And, and, and your last, not the, not the uh, one guest, your first guest, I like his ideas, but why is it that we always got to be we, we we start off black, but we end up doing uh, doing our our bidding for everybody else. Why can't it just be black and black yeah. only? What 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 is wrong with us? Time well, is running out. people of color, and I think that's what they're looking at it like that. Yeah, people we can't, of we co- can't say black. We got to say people being, of color are being discriminated go against. So else. that includes everybody else too. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, uh, you know, time in is this country, out. if you have any color to your skin, then you 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 you're gonna be you know people gonna make it tough for you. Well, if we came together, as Junebug was talking about, we wouldn't have this problem. I mean, I know we're going um, to lose the people that want to, as we said, the get-along gang and the gatekeepers, but it's time to get rid of them, too. So I hope he and him and, and um, what's his name, uh, the other guy, uh, Lenny. 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 Lizzie, them, oh, Lindsey Bowler, yes. Yeah, them two would be a, a good mouthpiece for this. And um, uh, Herb and get it all over the country as a good uh, bloating, uh, a voting block because November is around the corner. So, you know, you gatekeepers, it's time out on your opinion. Peace out, bro. Thanks for your call. 
uh, I think. <laughs> yes. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. 513-749-1230. Lincoln, we're with you. 1230, the buzz. And for love's sake, each mistake, oh, you forgave. And soon both of us learned to trust, not run away. There was no time to play. We build it up and build it up. WDBZ, the buzz of Cincinnati. Solid. Solid as a rock. If you can hear me, Solid as a rock. Lee could wear with you. <laughs> okay. And nothing's changed it. All right, here we go. Let's go for the music. Okay, there we go. Okay, just a little bit. There we go. Lincoln wear with you till 12 noon, until 1 o'clock. Yeah, till 1 o'clock. Where did I get 12 from? Anyway, till 1 o'clock. And coming up at 1, of course, it's Riven Al Sharpton. And Supreme Court is facing its greatest test yet from Donald Trump. And they're hearing arguments on the Trump ballot case in Colorado. And we'll see what's going to happen. Yeah. And it could have a crucial impact on the 2024 election. 14th Amendment's insurrectionist clause. And see, they're trying to hold on. The fact they say they call it a officer. Officer and and and, and, and Trump says he's not an officer. He wasn't an officer. He was elected president. He was in an office. He held an office. So he's an officer. I think it mentions in there, and when they say officer, they mean elected officials. And and I guess it's going to end up how you interpret the Supreme Court. So we'll see what's going to happen with the 14th Amendment and Donald Trump's insurrectionist clause. And... Um, We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens with the Supreme Court. But I still say, and I don't know why they're not bringing this up, Clarence Thomas should not hear this case with his wife's connections to January 6th. Simple as that. Simple as that. He should recuse himself from this case. And nobody's mentioning that. Nobody is mentioning that. It's unbelievable. Caleb, how you doing? And Lincoln, if you interviewed him, what's what's the first question you would ask him? Who's him? Uh, Clarence Thomas. Oh, uh, why why do you ignore all the problems of black folks? When it comes down to a vote in the Supreme Court, why do you vote against what's right for black folks in the Supreme Court? And that's what I thought you would say. Now, let me get to why I called, okay? Okay. 
yesterday you was busy, so you didn't hear the memorial service they did for the great Joe Madison, did you? Yes, I did. I heard it uh, yesterday. Uh, in the morning. It, it was on until 10. I listened to oh, it up okay. to about 9 okay. o'clock. Yes. Wasn't that a beautiful ceremony? Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Beautiful, man. Okay. I didn't think you heard that, man, because yeah. you was busy with the bus. I did stuff. hear it. I did hear it. Yes. Okay, man. And uh, I'm, I'm a Stephen A. Smith fan now because he really held him yes. up, man. I'm yes, telling you. Okay, yeah. one more thing, man, for black history. Yeah. You ever heard of a guy named Osborne Dorsey? Osborne Dorsey. Dorsey. Wait, you see, Osborne he, Dorsey. Yes. <sighs> Help me out. Let, let me tell you. He was 16 at the time. He was an inventor. He was uh-huh. a blacksmith. He invented the doorknob. Okay. So every time you go to a door, you think of Osborne Dorsey. Now, uh-huh. he was... 16 years old doing this, Lincoln. And what what year was this? Uh, it was, uh, I think it was 1848, I think. So how did they open doors before then? <laughs> I'm glad you asked me that question because you could check it out on the old movies. It was like a handle and they would pull yeah. the door okay. open. Okay, okay, all right. Yeah. Okay. Just, I just thought I'd ask. I was just wondering, okay. But, hey, Lincoln, right. just think about all these racist people, man, that black people invented and they're using all this stuff that we invented, man. Some yeah. of them don't even know what we invented, what black people invented. Yeah, yeah, you're right. There's so many things out there. And so many of the inventions were stolen this is from true. black folks. Woo. That's the thing this right there. They, the, they didn't get the patents on them, and somebody else got the patent. They're right. making all the money. Right. The black folks get left behind. And just think, every time they put a security system on their house at home when they leave it, a black woman with, with her husband invented that. Yes. <laughs> all right, Link, that's all I got, man. Thanks for your call. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Of all the inventions that uh, blacks, black folks have invented and half of them were stolen and we don't even know black folks invented them. Yeah. Half of them were stolen. Unbelievable. Unbelievable at the plight of black folks in this country white lion <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah yeah you know i mean come on it's right there in black and white unbelievable all right 513-749-1230 lincoln we're with you and uh yes all over the news they're talking about the supreme court taking up the Trump ballot case. And the thing about it, how long will it take them to rule on it? Ruling on it in November is not going to help. They need to rule on this like right now. Like right now. So. They need to get busy. They need to get busy. All right, 513-749-1230. And uh, Jude Johnson from the city of Cincinnati. Jude, what's up? All righty. How you doing, Lincoln? I'm hanging in there. All righty. Just wanted to call and put a plug in to, uh, to the citizens about the uh, summer youth employment that the city has going on this year. Uh, for starters, the Mayor's Career Expo. 
The Mayor Career Expo will be Saturday, February 24th, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. at the Duke Energy Center. We're going to have employers uh, there looking to hire students ages 14 to 21. So these you kids, have, uh, these kids need to work this summer. They definitely need to work. Yes, yes. So that starts it off. Uh, also, right now, if the citizens go to our website, governmentjobs.com/careers/cincinnati, they will see all the summer youth to work programs listed. Uh, in addition to that, police cadet and fire cadet. All right. Yes. And uh, we're also still in need of hiring uh, lifeguards for the summer. Uh, students or anybody, 15 years of age and up. Yeah, I can't, I, you know, if they had these type of programs when I was coming up, uh, you know, lifeguards and all this stuff, they didn't have this stuff when I was coming up. I can't believe these kids don't take advantage of all this good stuff. Uh, all these programs out there now. Yeah. The cadets, the fire and the police cadets and all this stuff. They didn't have this stuff, and now they have it, and you got to beg kids to participate in it. Boy, and, and Lincoln, we're at uh, we're in all the area high schools, all 18 Cincinnati public high schools, just spreading the word. We're doing lunch visits and just getting the word out the best yes. we can. Okay. Well, that's good. That's good. That's good to hear. And, um, you know, just real quick, uh, lifeguards is $16 an hour. Plus a five hundred dollar uh, stipend. Uh, plus, you know, uh, we train them. We provide a uh, uniform for them. Yes. And uh, twenty four pools to choose from. Jeez, I yeah. tell you. Yes. And, and, and these kids, I, I don't have anything to do. <laughs> I don't have anything to do. I believe yeah, it's a, it's a lot to do. But the mayor's annual career expo is going to be powered by Cincy Sherm, so they're working to get employers in there. Uh, and to hire students ages 14 to 21 so they can just come on down. It's free. Just come on in and interact at every booth because you never know who you're going to run into and what you're going to run into. All right. Hey, thanks for your call. All right. Thank you. All right. Uh, let's take a break, and then we'll come back. I want to remind you, striving to achieve racial and economic equity, the updated State of Black Cincinnati is planning to, uh, to be released this year. That's right. Your Perspective Matters. Take the citywide inclusion survey at ulgso.org. That's ulgso.org. Do that so you can be a part of it. Let's take a break. We'll come back and we'll talk a little bit about the Urban League uh, on the other side of the break right here on 1230 The Buzz. Twelve thirty, WGBZ, the Buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station, Lincoln. We're with you till one o'clock this afternoon, and coming up at one, Reverend Al Sharpton, and we were just talking about the Urban League a few minutes ago. And uh, let's see, let me, and we'll get to this shortly. Hold on a second, it's coming, folks. It's coming. Yes. All right. Kendra Reeves. I think it's Kendra Reeves, right? Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. Reeves. All right. Uh, tell us a little bit about the you're the uh, Urban League Senior Director of Data and uh, Analytics. Tell us a little bit about the state of uh, 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 Black Cincinnati. 
Sure. Uh, first of all, thank you for having me, Lincoln. I really enjoyed your show, and I'm really excited to be here to talk about this. Um, so, as we know, 2015 happened nine years ago, and we are in the process of updating the state of Black Cincinnati to encompass a lot of the different things that's happened over the last nine years in Cincinnati. Um, this time, the report will be more data-focused, so we're really looking forward to um, sharing what some of the outcomes are for Black folks in the city um, in areas like health, economics, education, um, criminal justice, et cetera. Now, uh, how, how, do, how do people participate if they want to participate, and what questions will they be asked uh, if they go online and uh, participate in this? So the inclusion survey is what we're trying to get um, everyone to take to get an understanding of how people feel included in the city of Cincinnati. And so you can take the survey online at ulgso.org slash survey. Um, There we'll be asking questions like um, inclusion questions about housing, about jobs, about education, and just how people feel included in the city. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. And that's how uh, that's how the last time you came up with two Cincinnati's, one black, one white. When you saw the answer mm-hmm. from the black folks, you said, "Oh boy, yeah, it's, this place is divided. It's two cities here." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so we are going to be talking about where, how far we've come in the nine years since the last report, and yeah. where how much further we have to go in certain yes. areas. Yes. 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 How far we've come, and how much further we have to go. And uh, so once again, give that website address so people can participate. We need participation. Got to have participation from the black community uh, for this uh, survey. Yes, everyone. It's not only for black folks. It is for everyone. everyone. Um, So anyone who lives in the Cincinnati area can take the survey. And the website is ulgso.org slash survey. Now, how long do they have? to go to that website and uh, participate in the survey before you close it down? It's still open until the end of the month, so February 29th um, to the end of the day, so that's 11.59. (laughs) Um, The survey will be open for you to take. All right. It sounds good to me, and uh, appreciate you talking with us this afternoon, this morning. I keep saying this afternoon, this morning, and uh, uh, we'll talk to you again real soon. That's ulgso.org slash survey. Is yes. that Thank right? you so much, Lincoln. All right. Thanks for talking with us, uh, Kendra, mm-hmm. Kendra Reeves from the Urban League. All right. She gets all the data and everything like that. And uh, they're one of the 28 days of black business. Uh, 29 days of black business. Uh, yeah, this is a 20 people. Hey, all the people who were born on the 29th, you get a birthday this year. How about that? You will get a birthday this year. And we might have a little birthday roll call for the people who were born on the 29th of February. We're going to give you a little roll call uh, on that day. Uh, don't forget striving to achieve the ratio and economic equity the updated state of Black Cincinnati planning to be released this year. And uh, go to that website, ulgso.org slash survey. 
You heard her? Slash survey, and you'll be good to go. All right, let's find out what's cooking on a Thursday at the Dukester. What's cooking today? Hey, good morning, Lincoln, and happy free side Thursday, Buzz listeners. Looks like we have a nice sunny day on tap today, and that's not bad for the first day of February, first week of February, rather. Now, folks, this would be a great day to research some of the notable African Americans that made significant contributions that helped to make America what it is today. And when you do that research, make sure you pass that information on to the younger generation because they need to know that they are descendants of famous African Americans. Now, if you should need a great meal today for lunch or dinner, make sure you check out the Dooster and remember to ask for your free side dish. On our menu today is our baked chicken with cornbread dressing, green beans, and cornbread. Or come, by, come on by for a tender meatloaf with mashed potatoes and gravy and green beans. We're also featuring our grilled or deep-fried codfish with macaroni and cheese and smothered cabbage. But my pick for today, Lincoln, is our St. Louis barbecue ribs with baked beans and potato salad. Have a blessed day, everybody. We'll talk on you later, Lincoln. All right, that's the Dukester right there in the Summit Plaza on Reading Road. We'll talk to you. All right, the Dukester. Make sure you check him out. Yes. All right, 513-749-1230. Lincoln, we're with you till 1 o'clock this afternoon. And it uh, looks like Ozzy is up. Ozzy, how you doing today? Yes, ma'am. Hey, Ozzy. Ozzy, get with the program. Okay, let's uh, move along. Let's go to Marcus. Marcus, how you doing? What's up, Lincoln? Where, brother? How you doing? How you feeling, man? I'm feeling all right. <laughs> Hey, that's that's a beautiful thing. Hey, uh, I don't need the survey. All I do is tap databases, man. And the database says, all these databases says, basically that uh, the city of Cincinnati took all the, well, took a third of the um, the school levy money, gave it to all the developers. They developed properties that black people couldn't afford to stay in, so. Black people getting kicked out of Cincinnati. Oh, they didn't, what do you think? Uh, they didn't take the school levy money, so don't give me that crap. What you mean they did? They they didn't. They took the the tax money, man. If you take the money, you take the money. You know, fifteen years—that's a hell of a long time. When you talk about millions upon millions, and then you take the money and you build some black folks can't live in. You know, because they ain't got the money, because all y'all talk about is race. Y'all keep the keep the damn city divided, talking about race. Race this, well, race and that. And that's why it's divided, because of race. That's why Man, it's di- divided. Look, you look, you, you don't have people, a choice to talk about it. Look, and I said this 30 years ago at the I mean, first chamber. We just talked to uh, the lady from the uh, Urban League, and she was telling you how the last survey, well, you know, when you look at the data— that's what it tells you, Marcus. Exactly what I told you. I don't know where you're getting your data from. I get my data from all the databases around Cincinnati as it pertains to money flow and everything. But, you know, it's just like I said, if y'all stop worrying about white people and take care of your own business, I think Junebug then was basically saying the same thing. Stop stop, talking. <laughs> Talking about white folks. Hold on a second. You can't take care of your own business when white folks are interfering in it. No, that's Democrats uh, interfering <laughs> right. in it. Yeah, right. You know, I mean, that's all. That. That's Democrats. They the ones setting your kids up to go to jail. I mean, look at that. that uh, well, you were talking about something the other day. What was I about talking about? How, 
how the um, the little girl was six years old and her uh, people only got one point nine million. Oh, uh, yeah, that was uh, what was that? Uh, oh, that's when the uh, hand you know put her face down right. on the ground, handcuffed them, the whole family, and then said the car was stolen, which it was not, and all that. Yeah. So how did you feel about that? They just got one point nine million. I felt uh, hopefully if they got one point that without paying the lawyer fees, uh, that was okay. But with lawyer fees and all that coming out, that wasn't a good deal. So how do you feel about a man getting killed in Walmart and his family only getting one point seven million? Well, I thought that was probably I, I don't know I I. I I, I don't know. I thought maybe they I think they still have a hold on. I think they're still going to have a lawsuit up against uh, uh, the was it. Who, who did they get the one point million, whatever millions from? Was it the they police got, they, or was it from Walmart? From Beaver Creek. But I, I'm just okay. saying, so brother, I think they still they, have a lawsuit open against law, uh, Walmart on that. Walmart ain't going to pay no money, but that's, uh, you know, for now. It was Walmart's gun that he had that they were selling in the store. So th- they might still get money from Walmart. Bling it where that was like six years ago. Oh. For now, them didn't get them no oh. money, man. So you talking about you upset about 1.9 for people being treated bad, but you still trying to. That was more about- than one person. That was more than one person who were uh, uh, treated bad by those cops out there. That was more than one person. So, yeah, maybe that Wait figure a minute, was man. a little hold low. On, hold on. You, you're talking about something where it, they gave a man uh, oh one-tenth of a second to respond oh, and gunned geez. him down in a damn store. Oh, you talk about geez. people, uh, I'm not understanding you. How, how can them two even be in the same part? They only got that family one point seven mil, and then they took about half of it. So I don't think they broke, gave them a no. mil. Thanks for your call, Marcus. Let's take a break. We'll come back. The Lincoln Ware Show, twelve thirty. The Buzz. Twelve thirty, WDBZ, the Buzz of Cincinnati, back together again. Roberta Flack, Donny Hathaway. I love that song. That's a great song. Back in the day, and uh, no one was better than Donny Hathaway and Roberta Flack. Man, all right, five one three seven four nine twelve thirty. Lincoln, we're with you. And will the police chief give a public apology? <laughs> Uh, to the superintendent of uh, Don Community Schools, Ramon Davenport. He says that's the only way he's going to participate in any meetings concerning kids and violence. He wants a public apology from the chief. Will he get it? (sighs) I don't know. I don't know if he'll get it or not. Was he invited? Was he asked to appear and he didn't? That's what they're saying. 
That's what they're saying. So I don't know. But I can't believe they won't let him use those buses that he bought and painted purple. And they say it have to be they have to be yellow. So uh, he's probably going to get a wrap, get them wrapped. And then I do hear that it's cheaper to get your vehicle wrapped than it is painted. If you got a vehicle you want it painted another color, you get it wrapped. Those wraps look just as good as the paint. I'm telling you. I know a person that has a Bentley. And he got the Bentley wrapped instead of repainted. And it looks like it's been painted. I'm telling you. That's what they're doing nowadays. All right. Let's go to uh uh let's go to Ray. Ray, how are you? What's up, Lincoln? Nothing much. I haven't been keeping up with the uh, uh the Chief and, and Don. What's the deal with that? Are they saying that a lot of these kids came from Don? Well, see, that's what I'm thinking. Out of the fourteen that they arrested. I'm thinking a lot of these kids may have, I, I can't be sure. This is just a guess. I'm guessing that a lot of them probably came from Don's school. I'm just guessing. It may not be true, but that yeah. seems like why they're so interested in him coming to the meetings. That would be my answer. Well, well, I mean, th- this this happened last week. We should already they're, have known well, that Well, they're now. not talking. They're not saying where they came from. That's the thing. They're not saying. But, but whose fault is that? Whose fault is it? Yeah. I, don't, I mean, I don't think it's you, anybody's fault. I don't know whether, I don't know. Maybe as far as their investigation, they don't want to release that yet. I, I, I'm not sure. Well, I mean, where they go to school, it's nothing. It's almost, uh, where do you, you know, I don't know, Lincoln, but I wouldn't put it past them because a year, a few years back, you know, when they had problems at the corner of uh, 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 Gilbert and, you know, that Wendy's at Gilbert and, and William Hart Tab. Yes. Those kids walk from Don to that to, to Wendy's, and they cause all kind of havoc. Not only that, right around the corner when they got out of school, but you know where that White Castles is? Yes, yes. Yeah, they were fighting in, 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 in White Castles' lot. They were fighting in the street when they crossed in the street. That's why they had to have cops uh, there when they got out of school. I wouldn't put it past them. Yeah. So, but we we should have already have known that by now where these kids came from. Uh, you, if you're going to single out Don then chances are a lot of those kids came from there. Yeah. Otherwise, why would you single Don out? <laughs> I don't know. That's that. That's what the first thing I thought of. Maybe they were from Don. I don't know why they singled him out and said they need him in uh, on these meetings. That's telling me that it's his kids. Yeah, yeah. So, like I said, I wouldn't put it past them because they're some badass kids. But anyway, uh, uh, when, you, when guys like Marcus, and I don't know if you heard Sharpton yesterday, Lawrence. He's been on there uh, the past few days. And, and <laughs> Lawrence is back. Him too. Lawrence has of, resurfaced. What did you say? I said Lawrence has resurfaced. Oh, yeah. You know, he talked all that talk about, you know, him having something, and he invited Reverend Al to come, yeah. and, and and I think just like he done you. And then at the end of his speech, he goes, this is why I vote for Trump. And then he listed a few of the reasons, the border and everything, but he never mentioned anything about, you know, uh, Trump 
Gaslight, gaslight. If if you ask if 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 you ask uh, Lawrence and Marcus, hey, are you okay with Donald Trump grabbing your daughter and your and, and your wife by the private? They'll say yeah. You know, <laughs> I mean that's just yeah. they're all you know this. Yeah. They kiss the ring and they're okay with that. There's more to life than those those uh, the the border issues are. You know, it's just I don't know, but he did spank him. The last couple of days, oh, I don't yeah. know if you heard. Did you hear him? I didn't hear him. No. Mm-mm. Oh yeah, yeah. So, uh, um, yeah. So, did anyone come up with any viable solutions about about these kids? Because these kids are not going to wreak havoc downtown when you get when they're seeing cops well, around. Everybody said that they're the same group of kids that's doing all this. So, if they've arrested fourteen, then they might have the kids that were doing this stuff. So, we'll see what's going to happen. Yeah, and I'll leave you with this, Lincoln. When when guys like the the White Lion call, and then and then they get on, you know, they they talk about how blacks do this and blacks do that, and but he don't mention what happened January sixth when all those white folks, those grown folks, and he ranging anywhere yeah. from their twenties to the eighties, what they were doing down on the Capitol, they don't mention that. That what 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 those kids did downtown does not compare to what they did on the Capitol. Yeah. Does not compare. Oh yeah. Not and they were just as much of an animal. They were animals down there. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm talking about on January 6th. Oh, yeah. I know they were. Yeah. No doubt. We could see yeah. for ourselves. All right. Hey, Ray, but, thank but, you. But, Lincoln, Lincoln yeah. let me ask you this real quick. Yes. Do you think it's the city's responsibility to entertain uh, uh, these teens? Is it the city's responsibility to entertain them? Yeah, to find something for these teens to do. Is it their responsibility or is it the parents? Uh, the parents. Of course, it's the parents. Uh huh. But I mean, you just heard the city talk about those jobs, the job fair coming up for teenagers and stuff. Parents have a responsibility to make sure their kids go to that and try to get a job. Yeah, but a lot of these kids are like 12, 13, and 14. They can't work. Well, no, those kids are like, well, 14. you're talking about, you know, 16, yeah, 17, right. and 18. But a lot of those kids well, down there doing that, yeah. doing that, were like 12, 13, and 14. They're not going to yeah. work. No, nah, you might have a point there. Yeah, but I'm it's glad not you agree with me. Finally, oh, oh yeah, after right. all these years. Partially, I, I I agree with you a little bit, but I think <laughs> they do have some. I remember when they had CCY. They need to bring the CCY back, where you could have fourteen year olds working, you know, and stuff like that. What happened to those days of the yeah, Citizens hey, Committee will, will on old you? School, plain old school die when you when you retire. So what now? Live on. So what now? Old school music. Will it die or will it live on after you're gone? Oh, it, 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 I mean, the music will live on, but somebody playing it on the air, probably uh, be over. That would probably, over. Yeah. Yeah, that would be the end of an air. Uh, you, know, you know, there's nothing like, there's nothing like old school. You yes. can't beat it. All right. Ray, All thanks right, for your call. All right. <laughs> Let's take a break, and then we'll come back. Lincoln, we with you. News coming up on 1230, The Buzz. 